0: What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Cool Coloss here. And you are now tuning into the newest episode of the Pro Black Blurred Kingdom Podcast. Today, I have a really interesting and frustrating at the same time topic for you all to listen to today. And this is something that I very recently discussed on my Instagram page. By the way, if you're not following me there, you can follow me at Colos Creative and you can get all of my content and hear a lot of the stuff that I'm talking about now from a picture standpoint. The topic that I want to talk to you all today about is the disrespect that happens to dark-skinned black women in white comic media. I also want to discuss a little bit about colorism My thoughts on it and how I think this pertains to this topic. So just essentially a breakdown of the idea of colorism. Anybody who is listening to this right now or just is hearing what I was saying about the topic and and the frustration behind it is probably it's probably not a new thing, right? Anybody who has seen or is a comic fan has probably noticed that there aren't a lot of dark-skinned black women who are being portrayed, period, right? But let's take that a step further. There's a certain archetype that we don't see on top of not really seeing them for real. Like There's a couple examples of dark-skinned black women who have been portrayed in comics, so that's not the the message that I'm trying to portray, but there's a certain archetype that's never really portrayed, all right? So if you look very closely, you never see these very specific things with your dark-skinned black female characters. You never see one who is feminine- not LGBT, and is in love with a black man who is not toxic or, or who she does not have a toxic relationship with. So, those are three very specific things, right? The reason why those things are important is because the whole issue with this disrespect that happens to these dark-skinned black women is the idea that they're not seen as appealing. And so, we need to kind of break down some examples of some of the tropes, agendas, and things that get thrown into these characters that are portrayed by dark-skinned black women or the character herself was dark-skinned black women and look at some of the problems with them. So, I'll throw a few examples out at you, and that'll kind of explain why I think that there's disrespect there. So, the first example is, if you look in Black Panther, you have characters like Okoye, and you have characters like the Dora Milaje. Now, I'm not trying to say anything about their looks, like as in they're ugly or anything like that, because those women are not ugly. So, I'm not I'm not trying to make that statement whatsoever, but... They're not seen as appealing to a man, typically. And the reason what I mean by that is none of those women are portrayed in a way where they're feminine, soft, and submissive, right? They're portrayed in a way where they are seen as tough and masculine and strong, right? So, a lot of you are probably going to hear me, and you're going to get tripped up on the fact that I said submissive, but that's definitely not the point. What I'm trying to portray to you all is that there is some type of strange fetish, almost, that gets tacked on to black women, and in this case, dark-skinned black women, because I think that there's a certain... Archetype that gets portrayed with dark dense uh, dark skinned black women um, and they're seen as Tough and strong as if that's like some type of like stereotype or badge of honor And I think that characters like a Koye, and characters like the chicks in the Dora Were given that archetype now one could sit there and look and say, well, they're in Wakanda and they're warriors and it's pretty much typical that that would happen. But my issue is that they're shown as the main badasses outside of T'Challa himself. You don't really see a lot of men in Wakanda who are on the the quote-unquote front lines there. You may see M'Baku and again, you see T'Challa, but you see the Dora Millage and like that pack of women and you see Okoye mostly fighting out outside of them. Now, if you look at Falcon and the Winter Soldier, when old girl from the Dora Milaje has showed up with her group, she emulsified, and I mean emulsified US agent. I mean, it wasn't even funny. I mean, she literally gave him them hands. She really gave everybody them hands low-key. She was not playing around. And, I mean, that was cool. So, I mean, don't don't think that I'm trying to throw any shade. and I'm trying to say that wasn't cool. Because, I mean, I enjoyed that just like y'all did, right? But the point that I'm trying to make here, y'all, is that girl from the Dora Milaje was portrayed that way so that she would be seen as strong and tough not as beautiful and appealing as in like a man would see her and then would want her and that's problematic for dark-skinned black women because they're never being portrayed as appealing so in this case the strong independent tough black women thing is kind of getting put onto that type of character and if you look at Akoye she's no different she is absolutely no different tough strong exterior um, she's portrayed as somebody who is a warrior not as somebody who is a lover so she's a she's a fighter not a lover not not the other way around and so she doesn't really get portrayed as appealing, too, but again, she's a darker-skinned black woman, and she's also getting portrayed this way, as in this is not someone who is being seen as desirable. This is somebody who is being seen as a badass, and that's about it. Another example is in the show Titans. Titans. Now, in Titans, there already was some controversy and some, let's be real, some bullshit that was around the whole situation with the actress who was going to play Corey, which was Starfire in Titans. And people are already kind of making these little statements to say that Starfire was orange and... and, uh, you know, she's, she's, look at her, look look at her skin color and all this other stuff. And that was just, that was just racism, white supremacy and straight up anti-blackness. That's all that really was. If we're being honest here, because it's like, okay, well, if they had a white actress, then she'd be white, not orange as well. So you are only saying that as some type of excuse or cop out because of the fact that she's black. So let's be clear about that part. But at the same time, at the same time, that was an issue that already took place, and she's a dark-skinned black woman. So, that already kind of just wrote itself. But, the issue that I'm talking about is totally different. I just thought I would make that as a side point. There already was disrespect behind the scenes. But, on the show, if you look at the fact that she ended up being Starfire, who was she put with? Dick Grayson, who is a white male who was, who used to be Robin to Batman, but now is the character Nightwing. And that is His love interest. Now, a lot of people are going to hear me and they're going to be like, well, if you look at the the comics, blah, 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 then it's obvious that they were an item. And if you look at Teen Titans, the TV show, it was obvious that they were feeling each other. But my issue with that is, if they were just going to continue with that, Like, if they were going to continue with that relationship, then they really should have just made Starfire white. Now, that sounds bad to hear from me, because you're probably like, well, dang, Nick, I thought you would want to see the portrayal of more black characters. And I do. I absolutely do so that's not the statement that I'm trying to make what I'm trying to say to y'all is I don't want to see us portrayed improperly and if we are that does just as much damage as us not being portrayed at all and that's all our responsibility so yes I do believe that if they were just going to put her with Dick Grayson a white boy and she's black then they still did her an injustice and they were better off making her white because of the fact that now it just looks like a diversity ploy not like they're trying to create a an appealing showing of black relationships because what would have been interesting is if they changed the story up and they gave her a black love interest, but that's not what they did. Now, again, some of you—I I think it's most of you Negroes—who are going to say this, y'all are going to listen to me. Y'all going to be like, "Oh well," uh, they all start justifying shit. Uh, um, well, it's not like that in the comments, man. That wouldn't make sense. Who would her love interest be? Blah, blah, blah. Like that's what y'all do all day. But here's the here's the thing. Here's the thing I want y'all to understand. And you all probably already do understand you just want to justify it because most of y'all be on some like off code shit um comic stories tv shows like that portray comic stories they can do whatever they want they can tell what story they want and they can tell the story the way that they want to tell it right so they've changed lots of stuff on shows and made their own stories from it right if you look at Shows like Supergirl, they changed up a whole lot of stuff. They made characters who weren't even villains into villains. Like, for example, they made the character... Vartox into a villain that was on the very first episode of the show like season 1 episode 1 they make Red Tornado a villain and I believe he was in the Justice League I could be wrong about that y'all so don't don't hang me for that but um yeah like I believe he was like a character in the Justice League and he was a villain another character they made into a villain was this character called Agent Liberty and Agent Liberty was like one of the main villains for season 4 of Supergirl and I believe that he was a hero in the comics if I'm not mistaken. So they changed that up and they also made their own story from the Arrowverse with like the whole story of um of the Green Arrow. He, even that was different. It was more dark and gritty and stuff and it wasn't really like that in the comics. Oliver Queen his personality was just different. So point I'm trying to make is They can tell the story that they want to tell. So, they're really choosing to tell the story the way they want to tell it. So, if they wanted to give her a black love interest, they could. They're just not going to because they want to put her in as a black character, as a diversity ploy. So, that's the issue there. But they're still doing her not a justice because the fact that they're not portraying why a dark-skinned black woman would be appealing to a black man. So, that would be the purpose of putting her with a black man. is to show why she's appealing. So, to me, that also did an injustice. Another example would be Ryan Wilder from Batwoman. Now, here's the disappointment here, and <laughs> some of you all who know me know this about like what I think, but I think that Javisha Leslie, who plays Ryan, she is so fine. I'm sorry, she is so freaking fine. I'm, I'm just gonna be totally honest. That is a that is a fine black woman. I'm I'm just being so real, but you know. The problem with the way she is being portrayed is she has everything but one thing that just screws her character up. She's feminine. She's beautiful. She's appealing to watch and likable and all these other things. And then they made her gay. They could have easily made the Ryan Wilder character into a heterosexual black woman who loves black men. That was a choice they decided to make. And the reason why I say that's an issue is because in the comics, they changed stuff up because I, I remember going back and looking at some pictures and Ryan Wilder didn't look so melanated like she looks right now. Now they made some new comics where she looks like the character that we see now, like the Javicia Leslie character, but I don't remember her being like a highly melanated sister. I don't remember that. So, the point that I'm trying to make, y'all, is that I feel like if they really wanted to, they could have put her with a black man. They could have made her heterosexual and a, a heterosexual black female who was appealing and feminine and likable and all these other things, but they didn't want to. And the reason why is because they were trying to kill two birds with one stone. They were trying to make their audience feel like they were doing a diversity ploy type of thing. Like they were into the idea of promoting and being all about black characters and all about like black promotion, like promoting black characters. And I think a lot of that was done off of the back of the George Floyd situation. And I'll get into that in another podcast episode, but I'm not about to get into that today because I could talk all day about why I think that's an issue, but that's, In my opinion that that's neither here nor there now as far as i'm trying to remember where i was going with this as far as the issue with why i feel like they made her gay is because they wanted to carry on what they were trying to carry on with Kate when she was Batwoman in season 1 they wanted to be able to portray this badass lesbian female character so really this is this was a, this is essentially like to promote being lgbt to the masses but at the same time to try to make some type of statement to make it seem like a um like there was a there was a ploy to promote and celebrate and understand the, I guess, like that, that they were behind black people. That's what they were trying to make it seem like. But that really wasn't the case. They were really trying to make it an LGBT statement. Now, the point that I'm trying to make, because I don't want to get off subject here, is that Ryan Wilder was a character who had all the tools except they made her LGBT. So now, once again, she's not appealing in that way to a black man, she's appealing to another woman because they in and some of you all hear this and they'll be like, oh, Nick, you're the way what you're saying. You're against LGBT. And I'm like, no, that's not what I'm saying. The issue that I'm trying to say is that I wanted to see her with a black man so that the idea of the black man and woman power dynamic looks appealing to people because we should be able to show how black love is powerful and that doesn't allow us to be able to see that properly. The union between a black man and a black woman and why we need each other. That's what we need to see. But. You know, again, I'm not going to get too passionate and too upset about it or anything like that because that's, again, that's our story to tell. That's something that we should be telling. The only thing that I'm simply trying to tell y'all is that you all should not champion these things like they are okay. Again. Ryan Wilder is the closest that we're going to get to the other parts of that archetype that I originally discussed, but the LGBT thing just totally kills it. So, that's the issue with that character. Now, if you look at other comic medias, let's or not other comic medias, other regular medias, it's very obvious that, you know, they they you know they add in and they do a lot of like, you know, silly stuff like for example, they um well, I said silly stuff? It's not really silly. It's it's orchestrated in a way that is, um, it, it's purposeful and is and is also anti-black. But if you look at other like media's outside of this, you know, look at the way they portray black women. Look at the way they portray portrayed old girl who was in Coming to America too, which, by the way, in my opinion, was mostly really not all that funny. There was a few funny moments, but it wasn't that funny. Look at the way that they portray Leslie Jones' character. They had her being masculine and abrasive and loud and all this other stuff so like look and she's a dark skinned black female look how they were portraying her also look at how they were portraying uh, I'm just giving another example um well, this is this is not a character who was portrayed, per se, but this was a character who was swapped out. And I'll talk about another swap out as well, too. So, if you look at the movie The Harder They Fall, you know, that Black Cowboy movie, the character Stagecoach Mary, they didn't want to portray who the actual Stagecoach Mary was, because if you look back in the day, the old school Stagecoach Mary, like the real one, because, again, this cowboy movie was based on a real story. Not the, the way that it, it was told was obviously fictitious in a lot of ways, but the characters and the ambiance and stuff like that was, was pretty accurate. Um, Stage Coach Mary was a big, burly, dark-skinned black woman who was ready to, to get it popping. But again, if you look at her and and her appeal, she looks rather masculine. She looks really strong. And then if you look at the character who plays Stage Coach Mary, guess what? She was played by Zazie Beats, who is light-skinned, beautiful, feminine, and looks like somebody who is a love interest that, a, a, like, a, a black man would be interested in in trying to kick it with so that's what they so that that's another thing too they try to do some swap outs because they don't want to tell like the real story now some of y'all may hear that and they may be like well you know wouldn't you be mad if they did portray uh the fact that she was dark skinned and the, like what she was really like and my thing is like well since it's based on a true story it will be different now, most of these sto- comic stories are fictitious, and they have all the opportunities in the world to take dark-skinned black women and put them with black men and put them into happy and loving relationships. Because my feeling is, in a situation like The Harder They Fall, that was that was true. So the idea there wasn't that they weren't trying to necessarily do that. What they were trying to do was they were trying to make an appealing character. So they switched stuff out. So because they already knew that she was like unappealing in that way. So the, and 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 that and if anything they're doing um you a disservice because they're also not telling the truth about certain parts of the of the story on top of the fact that they're making her seem like she's not really or 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 erasing the idea that the real stage coach Mary was not really appealing. Another example of a swap out and this is somebody, something I directly talked about a couple days ago. The issue with the character who played Nicole in Raising Dion and what she originally looked like and what she looks like now. Now, if you look at the comics, like for Raising Dion, And by the way, if you don't know what Raising Dion is, that is a a TV show um, about a boy, a young boy named Dion, and he has these superpowers and he's being raised by his mother who doesn't have powers. And she's doing it by herself because her father was killed in an accident. Now I'm not going to, well, it was purposeful, but you got to watch it to really understand like how it all worked out and stuff like that. Anyway. So Nicole, the character is Dion's mama, and in the comic she's portrayed as a brown-skinned black woman. Like she's a little darker complected than than um than she's a lot dar- darker complected than the kid than the actress. Um, but uh, she's like a a brown-skinned black woman, or she might even be Afro-Caribbean. I'm not really certain what they were going for there, but either way, it's clear that she was darker-skinned. So the point that I'm trying to make is they put in a girl who was or a woman who was um Was mixed like you can look at Alicia Wayne right and tell she's either mixed or just very light-skinned And she even has like certain features that that scream like she might be mixed with something She has curly hair some of her like facial features are non black as well, too I mean don't get me wrong that sister is beautiful. She is beautiful So she's very nice to look at as well, but at the same time I want to make it very clear that The way that she looked in the comics looks nothing like what we see right now. So to me, that was to show her or to, to make her seem like she was very appealing. Because on top of the fact that she's attractive, she's also very feminine and all these other things. And she's into black men. So she has all the recipes for what you would want to see in a black woman. But see what they did there? They swapped her out. Because she should have been a dark-skinned black woman or a, or a brown-skinned black woman. And there are so many actresses who could have played her. And just to name a few, they could have had Tiana Paris play her. They could have had um, Dewanda Wise play her. They could have had Tika Sumter play her. They could have had a lot of different women who would have portrayed that role in my opinion very well. And don't get me wrong, I think that Alicia Wainwright is doing a great job as the character Nicole, so that's no like slight to her because she's still a black woman. But it's the issue of swapping her out because she looks appealing that she's a light-skinned black female Instead of having a brown skin, brown to darker skin, black female who they could have had portray that role and could have had her because like, think about it, Nicole and, the, and Raisin Dion. She's in relationships with black men. That's what she's really interested in. She's not swirling or anything. And they got her. Um, they, they have her like feminine as well too. It's not like she's masculine. She's like the strong overbearing black woman and she's not like unbearable or bitchy or anything like that. So it's like, she has everything, literally everything. Like nothing is actually wrong with her outside of the fact that they chose to swap her looks out to what it originally was. So that's another example of what I mean by like the swapping out. So that's some disrespect there as well too. So the point that I'm trying to make here y'all is I don't want to create discourse around the idea that um, we shouldn't celebrate seeing black faces because I think the idea that we see black faces gives a lot of black people hope that we can create our own products with black characters and tell great stories. And that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. I know I can tell very great stories that not only inspire children, but are also entertaining to people who are my age. I mean, I'm 31 years old, and there's a lot of people I know that, sh- that get a lot of appreciation from having like black characters and stories being told, which is why I'm making my own comic brand, if y'all didn't know, if y'all haven't really been paying attention for real. But the point I'm trying to make is that our dark skin black um black sisters get disrespected because they don't get portrayed properly or portrayed at all on comic tv shows and it's really not cool and honestly like dark-skinned black women are beautiful they're so beautiful so there's no reason to not portray them now again i think that this is the white media, right? They have a certain standard of beauty, a certain way that they see beauty in in the world and they want to portray that to everybody and and I think that when we watch shows and movies and things like that, we soak that up and then in our minds it permeates and we're like, "Okay, so this is the image of beauty. So this is the image of success." Now, again, not when I say our, I don't mean me because like that, I don't fall under that shit. I love black women, but like For somebody who is not like me, they may get that impression that dark-skinned black women, oh, they're not appealing because of A, B, C, and D. And dark-skinned black women shouldn't have to always be portrayed as tough, like like they're going to beat a dude's ass. Like, they don't have to always be portrayed as gay. Or they don't have to be portrayed as non-feminine because that those are really the the stereotypes that get attached to them, and I've seen it so many freaking times. It's not even funny, y'all. So yeah. And then I, I just thought about this too. I, I almost forgot about this. Think about the character uh, Thunder Anissa. I mean, she's a, she's not dark skinned but she's she's darker complected. She's like brown skin, right? And they made her gay. And that sister is gorgeous. Like, there's no reason to have not made her a, um, like, or or I guess put her with a black love interest. Like, they could have, like, I don't know if y'all watched season four of Black Lightning. And I get it if you all don't. Because not only was it horrible. I mean, like, it just, (laughs) it, to me, like, it it just, it just, it just, like, uh, fell, fell so flat. Because, like, they, we all knew it was ending. And they weren't really giving it, like, any effort anymore. But. The point that I'm trying to make is there was a black dude who she was working with in this laboratory and they seem to have a little, little chemistry. And then she, they, I thought they were like going to like make her bisexual or something like that, and they were going to put her with this brother. And I'm like, Oh, maybe they're changing things up. And then it's like, you know, she tells this brother like, Oh, like I'm into grace or whatever she said to him. Like grace was the little Asian chick. She ended up marrying. And so, um, you know, like when I saw that I was sitting there and I was thinking like, what? Like, you, all, you have this sister who is, she's she's not masculine or anything like that. She's not overbearing or annoying or toxic and all this other stuff. And she's beautiful. And then y'all just make her LGBT. I just don't get it. So to me, like it's just like they really don't want dark-skinned black women to be with black men. It's absurd to me. Like how, how, it's, how that's portrayed that way. And that's why I said what we as black people, if you are a creator and you're listening to me right now, you need to make it your top priority to portray all of these beautiful dark chocolate sisters in ways where they are shown as feminine, appealing, and again, in love with black men. Make it your job to make that happen. Because I know that's what I'm doing. Now, let's talk a little bit about colorism, y'all. Because I said that I wanted to dive a little bit into that topic and things like that. So, a lot of you all are hearing this. And I've gotten a lot of responses, too, on Instagram based off of this topic. Specifically about the topic about Nicole and the, the little color swap thing. And a lot of you all have been talking about colorism. Colorism this, colorism that, and issues with that. So... Um for those of you all who don't really know, it essentially is talking about the issue of better treatment, better or worse treatment based off of the the color of one's skin. And specifically in this context, we're speaking about in the black community. So we're talking about light skin versus dark skin. That, that classic issue that dates back to like back to like when we were like young and, and before that. So, um, we being, you know, us, uh, millennials and, and younger and, 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 and back further than that too, because a lot of pe a lot of our parents and people like that, they dealt with that shit too. But, uh point I'm trying to say is, is colorism to me. And for those of y'all who are listening to this, don't get offended. Just, just listen thoroughly to what I'm saying and why I'm saying it. Colorism to me is. Nothing more than self-hate that's reworded. And that's my biggest problem with this idea of colorism. So I'm not trying to say that the idea of favoring one uh, light skin over dark skin or whatever is it, it's a thing that doesn't exist. I'm trying to say that it is really self-hate and it was reworded as something else. So in other words, if colorism is something that is being exhibited by a white person, to me that's just straight up racism. If and anti-blackness if colorism is being ex- exhibited by a black person to me that's self-hate so I think it's just being reworded and trick bagged into something different now a lot of people the issue that they typically uh or people have been saying is that colorism is an issue for dark-skinned black women and I kind of want to um, talk about that for a second to me I I think that's true, but I kinda wanna tell you why I think that there's still a problem there and why it kind of segues into what I was just saying a second ago. So colorism is it it it, I, I do think that a lot of times dark skinned black women are the main ones who do speak about the topic. And I think the reason why is a lot of them are probably upset. Um, angry and hurt by the fact that a lot of men would talk about them because of the color of, the, of their skin, so they're they're pretty angry, and um, and probably bitter about that. And um, they also probably. Like, see that as a thing where nobody recognized that this was an issue for them. They would get bullied, teased, talked about, not looked at, or seen as beautiful, and the whole world is not really portraying them in the way that they deserve. And I think that that's what a lot of them are seeing. But my issue with that is it only gets talked about when it is dark skinned black women. But I'll tell you right now so, like, if you all have not seen me before on Coloss Creative or in person or whatever. You you probably don't know this, but I'm actually a brown-to-dark-skinned male. I'm somewhere in between brown and dark-skinned, if you've seen me. Most people who who know me would say I'm dark-skinned. So... Uh, I actually used to get talked about about my skin tone all the time in in middle school, high school, and elementary school. So what I'm saying is not like gonna be some like and type shit. I'm just simply saying that I used to get teased a lot too. I think in, in uh, elementary school people used to call me Choco Boy. Um, when I was in high school, I had folks tell me I was as dark as midnight, and I would have all this stuff said to me, right? Um, did what, what was that stuff like? Not cool. Of course, it was not cool. So I'm I'm not trying to like again do any explaining or say that these people shouldn't be upset about being talked about. But what I'm saying is, let's say that I went out and I expressed like I'm hurt because of the things that people said about me in high school or middle school. What would most people do if they heard me, a black, a, a dark skinned black male, saying that? They probably would tell me I need to go to therapy and I need to get over it. And that's that's not what I'm suggesting for dark-skinned black women at all. That's not what I'm suggesting. I'm just trying to show the contradiction in, in treatment. So that should be an issue for both black men and black women. But it gets recognized by black women. And it gets talked about in the context of black women. But not for black men specifically. So I'm saying that to say that. It's wrong either way, whether a black man or a black woman who has dark skin is talked is talked about in that case. But what colorism does is it kind of like trick bags it so that we kind of make it um, an issue that we recognize for um, dark skin. Black women in the way that they've been treated. When there's dark-skinned men like myself who have who have been talked about um, based off of being a darker-skinned person, and people just don't champion for that. And again, I'm not even asking people to do that. I'm just simply making the point that it gets it does get championed, in my opinion, for dark-skinned black women who are upset by the treatment that they are given. And I think that they have a right to be upset. I just think that what we really need to do is to if if we're going to talk about that, we need to talk about the entire. Picture and everybody who has been affected by that, but we also shouldn't trick brat bag it and we shouldn't reword it. And here's the reason why Anytime that you have an ism It's not general Like shit talking or mistreatment or anything like that Ism is systematic It's systematic so If you look at racism Racism isn't just someone calling you a nigger, or somebody calling you like some type of epithet or some shit. It's it's not it's not just that. It's like an entire system where uh, people are using, uh, where whoever is dominant, which in this case is white people, are using resources and things like that, and. Basically treating black people in a certain way negatively based on like but their their ability to control those resources be, being taken it away readjusting and 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 such things and so that so really a lot of it is is like economic and it ends up affecting a certain race over another, so it 's like power over one race versus another based off of like systems and practices that are related to those systems as well too and that can be in a lot of different areas that can be in education that could be just in like dealing with the police that can be in a lot of different things so it's not even just somebody just calling you out your name and calling you and uh, something that they shouldn't be calling you so I want to make sure that I make that statement very very clear now the issue that I have with cut with with that is Colorism shouldn't be an ism because there is nothing that a no system that a light skin person, be it male, be it be it female and the black community controls that they can put over a dark skin person. They can talk about them greasy. They can say things that are not cool. They can say things that make them sound like messed up, but they can't control any systems over them the way that. white person could control a system over a black person like a system of racism so the point that I'm trying to make y'all is that to me i think that colorism itself is really just self-hate. It's self-hate that's been like reworded and returned. And i think it should just go back to self-hate. I'm going to be totally honest with you. Because when you make it an ism, you make it seem like there is a system that a light-skinned person can have over a dark-skinned person which is not really possible because there is nothing that any black person dark, light, like damn near white um, damn near midnight controls. Like, there's nothing that we control. So, really, it is, It is like, basically like mistreatment. Now, to me, that doesn't make it right. So, I'm not even, I'm not trying to even justify it. It's not right. But I think it's really self-hate. Self-hate is when you dislike some, or it's like when you, when you have, like, vitriol for something to the point where, um, you know, you you don't like it because it it is a part of you right so if you don't like something because it's blacker that's like really not liking yourself if you're a black person and you don't like something because it's blacker that's self-hate itself because why would you hate something that's closer to what you are right so if you're black why would you hate something that is that exhibits more melanin that's ridiculous that's why it's self-hate why would you hate something that's more black so to me i i think we should stop calling it colorism for for that reason because it's i just think the general idea of not liking a certain tone or liking a certain tone over another and only liking that tone is self-hatred because we as black people should be able to love, appreciate and Really, champion for all colors of, like all over the diaspora of our people. There's no reason why we should be treating one another differently because you know your light skin versus your dark skin, or or the vice versa, or whatever the case is. So, in my opinion, it's self hate because one, it's a sys, it's not a system per se, and there's no 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 resources or any type of like. Uh, agendas or anything like that that can be controlled to treat somebody one way or another, or and it cannot be manipulated to treat somebody one way or another in the same way something may be done in racism per se. But um I feel like um number two, it's a thing that is specifically coined to affect. A certain demographic of individuals. And that's why I said, like, I agree with the statement of, I think that it's an issue that pertains to, um, dark skin, that dark skin, black women are the most concerned with. And then other people, they jump on board. So it's not not just dark skin, black women who like jump on board with it. There's other women who jump on board and there's other black men who jump on board as well too. And say, yeah, colorism is an issue. But I just think that we just need to watch our wording and we need to just say things like, self hate because that's really what it is it's self hate it's it's hateful to like not like something that's based off of you it's it's simply hateful and that that's really just about it and the other thing that I would also say too is as far as colorism goes or you know as as people as most people would describe, I think that if you Look at the scope of the way that dark-skinned black women are treated. They probably, in comic media we're talking about here, they probably feel compelled to have their own type of like movement on the way that they're being mistreated because they see the same things that that I'm like basically portraying here in, in this in this podcast. Because like, think about what I'm saying here. They're 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 not being portrayed properly and comic media and and they're not being written properly and they're not being showed as appealing and all these other things. So in their mind they're like, well, to, well see, look how we're being affected. That's colorism right there because we're being swapped out we're being mistreated in the way or not, not shown appealing in the way that a light-skinned black woman would be shown and all this other stuff and, and then, you know, it, it also encompasses like in, in Roots and in this idea that a lot of dark-skinned black women, they end up having issues with like self-confidence confidence and like seeing themselves as beautiful and all these other things which you know makes them probably feel compelled to say these types of things but i'm just trying to say i'm just trying to like from a logical standpoint point out what I see as the main issue here When we talk about this idea of colorism that everybody wants to discuss So I think we just need to start calling itself hate call it for what it is Start calling people out when they're not um, show or uh, I guess showing a basic understanding that all um, Colors of uh, like that are in the black race matter. They equally matter. They're equally beautiful And we need to just start showing more love again to like dark-skinned black women, and and um, especially in the media. So again, in my comic stories, I'm going to be portraying more dark-skinned black women with the archetype of feminine and love with a black man that's not toxic and um and and also like just like likable and beautiful. So you'll see that in the near future. Anyway, this was today's podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed. Feel free to leave me some messages, some comments and things like that on my social media or whatever you can contact me at. And I'll have a lot more to come. Anyway, again, I hope you enjoyed it. And there's going to be some more episodes coming soon. So stay tuned and I'll talk to y'all later. Peace.